This is the Hidden Ice Podcast. I'm Jonah. I'm Nathan. And as always, brought to you by us. Today we have another great episode that I'm so excited to go into. Basically one wing point going into depth. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. Hopefully people don't get too mad when I say it because I have a feeling it's going to be very controversial. And let's hit the ice. So another side point is I'm just reminding people that this podcast will be up December 27th, but this is being recorded December 20th. And big shout out to the New York Jets for securing their first win. I just got the notification on my phone. Big shout out. You guys absolutely suck. You didn't go on 16. So good. Nathan, did you take the Jets or the Rams? I took the Jets. Oh, so did I. Okay, so we both get a point there. But um, moving on to hockey, back to my point where being recorded the same time as the YouTube post commentary is being recorded. So although this will go up a week later, this is still being recorded a week earlier. I always want to make that clear because... An example, you might have asked, well, last podcast, we said, what's new? And we didn't talk about the new divisions that were announced today. And you may say, why? They came out the same day it came out. We recorded a week before, and we uploaded a week in advance. So I just wanted to clarify that. Speaking of which, this isn't our topic, but yes, there are new divisions in all Canadian divisions, most likely, and then a north, a west. In a south, or sorry, a north, sorry, a west, a central, and I think it was an east or south. I'm out, I'll check. But I, me and Nathan did divisions. I messed up, so it was west, central, and east. I messed up the divisions by I thought Dallas would be swapped with Minnesota. Regardless, I you should go look at it. It's on the school. Those listening, it's an interesting article predict the playoffs because I had Edmonton as the nine seed in the West, barely losing to Calgary. But now they're in the same – well, they still are in the same division, but now they're in the same division as the Jets, the Leafs, the the Habs. Like, hockey just got a lot more exciting, as if it wasn't exciting enough. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about the format for the season quickly. So, it's a 56-game season – and it will begin on January the 13th. So that's really exciting. And then I believe in the playoffs, um, the top four teams from each division make it. And then the first round, you eliminate two. Second round, you eliminate one. And then so and then you have a winner, and one team from each division goes to the semifinals, which is kind of interesting. That's never happened before. Wait, so I'm just a little bit confused. Can you repeat that? Yeah, so the top four teams from each division make the playoffs. There's no wild card this year. And then say in the Canadian division, uh, I won't use the Leafs because that's a biased example, but see the one seed was the Jets, the two seed was the Flames, the three seed was, I don't know, the Habs, and the four seed was the Senators. I know this won't happen, but whatever. Then the one seed, the Jets, would play the four seed, the Senators. Right. And the two seed, the Flames, would play the three seed, the Habs. That's the winner. Yeah. Sorry to 
really interesting because just going back to the divisions quickly, there's one division that's incredibly weak in my opinion, and that's Vegas, Colorado, Anaheim, Arizona, LA, Minnesota, San Jose, and St. Louis. There are three really good teams in there. But you're going to have a team like Arizona most likely get the four seed over a team like the Islanders that won't make the playoffs or the the Oilers that won't make the playoffs. And I just think that that's wrong. It's the best they can do in the circumstance. But, yeah, it's not ideal. Anyways, this ties me in absolutely perfectly because you know why, Hawk? The topic I want to argue today is Hockey isn't fair. So, yes, very controversial. And I I know you should never admit this, but these aren't – some of these things are cold hard facts, but others are opinions. I just want that to be out there. If I say hockey isn't fair, don't go like, you know – I'm not saying it as a stick. I'm not saying it as a fact. Like, just because I think hockey isn't fair doesn't mean it's right. If anything, a lot of people think it is fair. Just know that instead of screaming at me like, this is just my opinion. So, the first thing I want to talk about why hockey isn't fair is the playoff structure. Regular and the one I just, the one we just talked about. So, here's my opinion. The one we just talked about, I explained, there is no five seed. One of the reasons I love excuse me, the NHL playoffs, is that a five seed can make, five teams in the division can make it. I think that's really smart. So now you can't. However, although it's good, the NHL playoff structure needs some work. My favorite playoff structure is the NFLs, and I'll explain why. The only difference between the NHLs and the NFLs is that the the team that does the best in its conference actually gets a legitimate bonus. Right. Because in my opinion, the Lightning won the President's Trophy. They got, I don't know, 100 and something points. Did one of the best in recent memory just to get swept in the first round. Right. If you're going to do really well, there needs to be a bonus. Home ice advantage... I'm sorry, but it doesn't do that much. Hockey is the most unpredictable sport in in total, in my opinion. Right. So I don't think it's enough to just say, yeah, okay, you can play one more game at home than the other team. Have fun. Yeah, I mean, when I'm comparing, like, hockey, when I'm thinking about whether it's fair or not fair, I like to compare it to other sports. Football, I agree with you. I see your point. When you get to basketball, it's just a regular one plays eight, two plays seven, and so on in the conference, which is just a simple but smart playoff format, if you ask me. Baseball in- fund is sorry to cut you off, but baseball is interesting because I like the wild card game because basically if you don't know, four and five in each respective so there are six divisions, three in each conference the first place team from each division automatically move on. I guess you can say it past the wild card. And then the two next best teams from the conference, from the league, from the American league, national league, they play a sudden death one game to see 
who also makes it in. And I think that's really interesting and fun. But then again, you're basically... And actually, yeah, I like it because you're basically saying if you were good enough to win that division to be the best in your division, you get a bonus. However, some teams, you might have a really weak division. So that's kind of the fault there. Right. I'm trying to think of a fault in the NFL. I guess, like, it's awkward to have seven teams make it. But really, I don't think it's that weird. I think it's fine. Well, in a league of 32, it's – I think it's fine. Agreed. But what the NHL is going to end up having is once they introduce the Kraken, half the teams are going to make the playoffs and half the teams aren't. Which is a nice even number. I don't know if they thought of that, but – before before Vegas and Seattle were introduced, you would have more teams make the playoffs than not. Right. And that's like, if every team was even, you'd have more than a 50% chance of making the playoffs, which probably is not legit, I don't think. Because you want the best teams to make the playoffs, not more than half, if you know what I mean. I also have a question. How are the new playoff format? What are the conferences? You can say. I think it just goes by um, – there are no conferences, but, like, the team with the best regular season record that makes the semis will be the one seed. Oh. The team with the worst regular season record that made the semis will be the four seed. And so one will play four, two will play three to determine the Stanley Cup finals. Speaking of playoffs, I'm not going to go in depth, but just a little sneak peek. Who do you have in the Stanley Cup finals? I think Colorado's going all the way. Honestly, in the East, it's probably a toss-up between, I would say Washington, but they lost Braden Holby. Although I do believe in Ilya Samsonov. So I think Washington can make it. Oh, and by the way, Lundqvist has been ruled out for the, for the entire season. I was just going to mention that. Yeah. So that's an important note. So I could see Tampa going back. I could see – I don't want to say the Leafs because I know that's unfair. Say the Leafs. I, okay, fine. The Leafs. Maybe Boston. Maybe Winnipeg. But all in all, I think Colorado is going to take home the 2021 Stanley Cup. Right. And in my opinion, it's Tampa and Vancouver. Not to spend too much time, but Tampa won it without Stamkos. And Vancouver only got better and they're younger. And a lot of people are going to say Colorado. I believe Vancouver lost in the same round as Colorado. And if we're looking off that, who got better? Vancouver more than Colorado, so. Yeah, that's true. You guys know I'm bold. I, you know, I'll make some bold predictions, and that's my biggest bold prediction. Anyways, moving on. The draft itself isn't fair. I know you may be thinking, why? Let me explain. So you may not have known this, and I don't know if this is necessarily true. This is just something I've heard from a friend. Not you, Nathan. Someone else. Okay. But apparently, Vancouver had the worst regular season record. And as many of you know, in the draft lottery, the team that did the worst, and we'll talk about this later, is supposed to have the highest odds. Because the NHL didn't like how they were purposely tanking, and they were purposely trying to do poorly, they took out those odds and made them even with other teams. And they ended up getting, I think, the seventh pick. 
So, I don't like the whole tanking thing. Like, even with the – this is a great – I, I kind of want I, – I don't like comparing hockey to other sports specifically. I mean, sometimes it's necessary. But we just saw the Rams – sorry, we just saw the Jets beat the Rams in the NFL for the first win of their season. That now ties them with Jacksonville for least amount of wins in the league with one. So, now they would have – even odds at the pick. I'm pretty sure that's how it works in the NFL. It goes by like win win totals. Right. That's exactly how it works. The worst. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry to cut you off. Go on. No, and I just think that with the draft comes purposely tanking, and I really don't like that. And this ties into the playoffs. How a team like Minnesota will purposely, and I really dislike this. They will not try and make themselves better so that they can get a lower pick, a higher pick, but they will also not try to fully rebuild in case they contend. It's basically just, let's keep our roster. If we play well, that's a win. If we don't, that's also a win. And I really dislike that. You know, I like how in other sports, like, I don't know, like the NBA, I don't think anybody purposely will do bad. Or, like, the MLB, nobody's purposely doing bad. Everybody's trying to compete. But with hockey and especially the 22-game playoffs, I saw a lot of poor teams make it and a lot of teams that just wouldn't try. Like, Boston just wouldn't try in the three games to see them because, regardless, they made the playoffs. It just didn't matter to them. All right. Well... I agree with what you're saying, but I think that at some point, like the Jets don't want, don't care to go one and fifteen. They'd rather go zero and sixteen and have the highest odds at the first pick. Right. But at, at some point, maybe the NHL or other leagues need to say, if you don't make the playoffs, you have an even, you have an even chance at getting the first pick with everyone else who didn't make the playoffs. I know it sounds like a weird system, but it, maybe it's what you got to do to prevent teams from literally sucking. On purpose. Right. But also, you know how teams, you know, sell at the deadline, they trade a lot of their players because they know they're not going to make the playoffs? Yeah. Some teams trade so much that they, like, all the Senators did one year. They traded Duchesne, Dezingle, and Stone. They sold so much that at that point, they really had zero a chance at all. Right. Because And sure, yeah, teams can give up their playoff, sorry to cut you off, playoff hopes to to get a top pick, but at some point you just need to say you might get a top pick, you might not. That's based on the lottery to decide, and you can't control that. Speaking of the lottery, this is the most unfair thing, and I know this completely contradicts what I was saying, but I don't like the draft because people purposely tank. I don't like the playoff structure because there's no bonus to good teams. Good teams and bad teams are almost put on equal playing field. The lottery, if a team is truly bad and does, and they try, but they're just bad, my greatest example is the New Jersey Devils. They tried their absolute hardest to contend. They made moves. They signed picks. They just didn't have it in them. But then they wouldn't get a good pick. I really dislike that. Right. I think that I know there's no way of telling, but if someone legitimately is trying – legitimately wants to get better let them get better don't 
I know it's entertaining, and from a business standpoint, yes, the draft lottery is more entertaining than the MLB draft in total because they don't have a lottery, and frankly, their draft like isn't that exciting. So yes, the lottery is one of the most, if not the most, entertaining lottery or draft in the bit in the four major sports. And I think they do that because the NFL and NBA players are more of the drafts are more popular. So I think that they do a lottery to gain some entertainment value, to gain some money. But you got to remember that by doing that, you're valuing money over the teams in your own league and they make you a lot of money too. Yeah. I don't think it's fair to put a team at a disadvantage just because you want to make more entertainment value. Just give the bad teams their picks. Why do we need to do a lottery? Well, but then teams will just suck on purpose. I mean, yeah, but... I don't know if there's a way to fix this problem, is there? I mean, sometimes there is no way to fix it, but I'm trying my best to think of solutions. Same. Okay, I know we've talked about a lot why hockey maybe isn't fair, but I think we should take a couple of minutes and talk about the good things about hockey. Right. So I can start. Okay. I think the salary cap rule is very, very good. Because you have leagues like the NBA where the Lakers will spend millions and millions and jillions of dollars while you have some teams like... Who doesn't spend any money? I don't know, like other teams who can't spend nearly as much due to market size and other things. This also happens in baseball with the New York Yankees and the Oakland Athletics. The Yankees spend so much while the Athletics can barely spend. I don't know how many of you have seen the movie um, Moneyball, great but that's a great example. Movie. I watched it on my birthday. So, yeah. So it's just, I just don't think it, I don't think it makes the sport even, if you know what I mean. Like, you want to make sports fair, make a hard cap, which is what the NHL has. I think that's something really great about the league that will always keep it I think that too, somewhat fair. But I also think that maybe you keep the cap, but you increase the cap. Well, they need money to increase the cap. And hockey is – like, the NHL, for the most part, is only watched inside North of North America. Well, you have the NBA, people from Europe, Asia, all over the world watch the NBA. So it's, it's, it's hard. Right, but NBA is more of an international sport. Exactly. Hockey hasn't really reached that level of international, you know, viewings, which is what they're trying to do. But I'm, I don't know. It's, you see that the average NHL player's contract is a lot lower than the average NBA player's contract. Another good thing about hockey for me is, well, first of all, there's a lot of good things. I know I gave the NHL a lot of, you know, a really hard time, but they do it really well. They're doing it the best they can, and I think that it's great. What I love about the NHL is, first of all, the division realignment. I like the four divisions, eight from each division. I already talked about how I like that, the wild card structure, how it's not a set four, 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 four could be 5-3. I like how I like how there are a lot of Canadian teams 
compared to other sports, which there's one in the NBA, one in the MLB, and zero in the NFL. Because now not everybody from Canada is riding their hopes on one team. Right. There's a lot of great things about hockey that we don't appreciate, but we should. Right. I just like to add one more thing. Yeah. I know the NBA might have this problem. The MLB might have this problem. But I know the NFL definitely does not have this problem. The NHL has the problem, too. The inconsistency of the travel schedule. I know it's something that people don't look at very often, per se. But I looked into it recently. And I found out that the Leafs have one of the easiest travel schedules because of their Eastern time and their location and whatever. And the Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Flyers play more back-to-backs than any team by far, and they've complained to the league about it. And I just think that, you know, if you want to – I think that their goal is to make hockey a fair sport. And to do that, they need to make the travel schedule more even. Yes, I know it might be harder on the Leafs, but I think having a bubble, it made it even for everyone. You know, everyone got the same amount of days rest, and they didn't have to travel at all. So, sorry to cut you off, but basically what I feel like our points are is give good teams advantages, give bad teams disadvantages. Like, not disadvantages, but... Not no advantages. Right. Give the better teams advantages. I know that sounds really dumb, but if you think about it, if you do better, you deserve it. And don't just randomly give out disadvantages because you need to. Don't punish the Flyers right. for doing nothing. Right. Okay. Anyways, is there anything else you want to say before I wrap it up? I think that's about it. I mean, stay tuned for next week. Maybe we can do some uh, bold predictions about certain players for next year. I think that would be cool. Yeah, I also had another idea, and I think that will really tie in well to the other idea. I'll give you a little sneak peek. It was supposed to be like how I watched this video on how J.R. Smith and his mistake cost him his career. So I was going to do like, you know, I was thinking players who, you know, in the NHL who make mistakes and how nobody will ever look at their highlights. They'll just look at their lowlights and why that happens. And on top of that, you could say some bold predictions, some bold highlights and some bold lowlights. An example of the bold lowlights, the Pittsburgh Penguins are going to be a five seed and within two years, they're not going to make the playoffs and we're all going to laugh at them because they suck. Nope. Yeah, they're the only, they're the only team to win back-to-back Stanley Cups in 30 years. Doesn't matter. Why would you trade Matt Murray? Are you insane? Do you think Jari can keep up with all the other goalies? You're crazy. He had one good year. Ask Michael Hutchinson how it's looked, how it's looked at to be a backup and have a good year and then said, you know what? Why don't you play more regularly? Talk to him about it. See how we did, okay? Yeah, I saw another – I saw a funny meme on Instagram. It was like – what hurts more, getting your finger stuck in a door, stubbing your toe, or or being a great player on the Penguins, winning three Stanley Cups, and then being traded for Mike Matheson? And I'm talking about Patrick Hornquist. I love it. And if you're going to trade Murray for nothing, at least keep Flurry. Why would you give Flurry in an expansion draft and trade Matt Murray for absolute dirt? Well, 
in the expansion draft, they can only keep one goalie. So I don't think that was their fault. Not saying it was their fault, but ugh, these things, these things, I can't deal with them. Anyways, I think that's going to mostly wrap it up. You know, if you like this, subscribe to YouTube, follow us on Insta if it's up by then, and subscribe on podcast so you don't miss another upload. If you didn't, write a review, comment, DM, tell us why. And I, we love suggestions, agree, disagree, anything you want us to change. <laughs> you know, music suggestions when it comes back. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Social distance. Wear a mask. Want to sign them off? Yeah, let's hit the locker room. Or in this case, stay at home.